We're continuing through this chapter of Matthew's Gospel in which Jesus is giving us these parables, these images of what the kingdom of heaven is like. And I hope you can kind of keep all these kind of in the air at the same time so you can really grasp what the church, what God is all about. And today's, um, in particular, the first two parables, Jesus is getting at the question, is it worth it? Is the kingdom of God worth it? The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure buried in a field, which a person finds and hides again, and out of joy goes and sells all that he has and buys the field. When I was praying over this passage, that parable, reminds me of when I was younger, being the oldest of six kids, uh, you would go through the snacks, the candy, the Mountain Dew, the ice cream bars pretty quickly, and so... If there was one left, you really kind of valued that. And so what would I do? Well, I would take the Mountain Dew and hide it somewhere back in the refrigerator or take the ice cream bars and put it back someplace in the freezer where my siblings wouldn't know about it. And later on, I'd be able to come back and have a nice Mountain Dew or ice cream bar. Jesus says, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant searching for fine pearls, When he finds a pearl of great price, he goes and sells all that he has and buys it. So we notice this merchant, the first thing is he's searching. He's searching for fine pearls. My friends, we are hardwired for God. We're made for him. Nothing other than himself, God will actually fulfill us. And whether we acknowledge it or not, we're all searching for God. Hope you're familiar with the story of St. Augustine from the 4th and 5th century. St. Augustine uh, wasn't baptized Christian. He grew up and was searching for fulfillment, searching for the meaning of life. And in very licentious ways, he even had a, a son out of wedlock. And seeking the truth, fulfillment in all these different ways, he ultimately found it in the Catholic Church. At the age of 30, he was baptized, became a priest, bishop, and one of the greatest saints that history can boast of. St. Augustine, later on, he wrote, he said, when he found the Lord, he found the truth, he said, Late have I loved you, beauty so old and so new. Late have I loved you. And see, you were within, and I was without, and sought you out there. And in my unlovely state, I plunged into those lovely created things which you made. The lovely things kept me far from you. And now I feel but hunger and thirst for you. You touched me, and I am set on fire to attain the peace which is yours. St. Augustine is expressing this reality. That even in seeking all these pleasures and uh, experiences and truth out there in the created things, he was ultimately seeking God himself. Seeking the only one that would fulfill him. St. Augustine says, Our hearts are restless until they rest in thee. Again, a God-shaped hole is in our hearts And only he can fulfill that or make that whole whole. 
It's the reality of addictions, right? As we have this hole and we think stuffing it in with these things more and more, whether it's um, sex or food or drink or gambling, is going to fulfill us. But ultimately it doesn't. Only God can fill that God-shaped hole in us. Again, this guy's searching for the pearl of great price, and he finds it. I never tell anyone, like, hey, you got to be Catholic. No. I tell them to sincerely seek the truth, though. God made us to seek the truth and to find it. And when we sincerely seek the truth, we find it in his Catholic Church. I see it over and over again. I hope you see it in people. When they are sincerely seeking the truth, honestly, sincerely, they end up Catholic. This guy, he sells all that he has and buys it. What this means is that this guy having all that he has, but without the treasure, does not have enough. He can have everything, but if he doesn't have the pearl of great price, he doesn't have enough. But then, once finding the treasure, having the pearl of great price, and not having any of that stuff he had before because he sold it all, he still has everything he needs and could want. And he does this, though, out of joy. He sells all that he has out of joy, Jesus tells us. When we find what we are truly looking for, when we realize that, we are willing to sacrifice everything out of joy. Not just, oh, okay, because I have to. No, out of joy. There's nothing more fulfilling and worthwhile than going all in for something greater than ourselves, a bigger purpose, whether that's for our marriages, a man in the priesthood, a religious sister, but especially for Christ. All of us can experience that joy of selling all to possess the Lord, to have the Lord. My friends, this is what motivated the saints to pursue great holiness and out of joy that the treasure, the pearl of great price, was worth it. That their sacrifices, what they gave up, would be worth it. They wanted to store up treasure in heaven, not here on earth. It's also the reality of merit. I've mentioned this before, but there's various degrees in heaven of beatitude. There's a hierarchy in heaven. We have our Blessed Mother, St. Joseph, and then all the saints then on down the ways. And we'll experience beatitude in heaven based off the amount of love, the charity that we die with in our souls, the amount of sanctifying grace. Our Blessed Mother, the greatest charity of all, she experiences the greatest beatitude because she has the greatest capacity to love God because she allowed that grace to transform her in this life. St. Jerome said this, speaking about this reality of merit and, and various degrees of beatitude. Quote, It is our task, according to our different virtues, to prepare ourselves for different rewards. If we were all going to be equal in heaven, it would be useless for us to humble ourselves here in order to have a greater place there. Why should virgins persevere? Why should widows toil? Why should married women be content? 
Let us all sin, and after we repent, we shall be all the same as the apostles. That doesn't make much sense, St. Jerome says. St. Teresa of Avila had this image of containers. The fact that all of our containers in heaven will be completely filled, but the question is, how big will our containers be? Again, our Blessed Mother, she's got like the Atlantic Ocean. (laughs) All right, St. Francis of Assisi, maybe Lake Superior, if you will. The Mafia Boss. The Mafia Boss who does a lot of bad things, but on his deathbed, he's truly contrite and repents. Does a lot of time in purgatory, if you will. He'll be in heaven, but maybe just with a thimble-sized container. And again, everyone in heaven, we won't really know the difference or we'll rejoice at the difference. But it's now for us to realize and to work and toil for the greatest amount of charity, the greatest amount of sanctifying grace, of love in our hearts, so that we can love the Lord as much as we can in eternity. So is it worth it? Is the kingdom of God worth it, following Christ, doing the Catholic thing? Let's trust Jesus. Let's look at the saints who said, yes, it is worth it, sacrificing it all for the treasure and the pearl of great price. There's an episode in the Gospels. The the disciples at a time, maybe they're kind of discouraged. They're following Jesus. They're kind of looking back at what they gave up to follow him. They turn to Jesus and they say, Peter says to him, Lord, we've left everything to follow you. What is it there for us? It's a very human question. Like, we've given up all this, Lord. What is it there for us? And Jesus says, I promise you, no one who has given up houses, mothers, sisters, children, lands, homes, for me and for the gospel they will receive a hundred times more in this life and the life to come. My friends, trust the word of God. Trust Jesus when he says it is worth it, that it's worth going all in for the pearl of great price, selling all for the great treasure that the faith that Jesus offers us.